Tanya for the 17th of Tavis, but first the story. Reb Wolf Greenglass says the following story. The Chassid of Zalman Schneerson from Lodz, who was a great-grandson of the Mittler Rebbe, he was a big time Chacham, he was a big Ayyubid, he davened a great length, and in his old age, his doctors told him that because of his health, he can't drink alcohol, he can't say Lachaim anymore. So one Simchas Torah, during the Fabrengen, before our coffers, Reb Zalman announced like this, he said, today's Simchas Torah, and we have to be the Simcha. And so he called the Bachar over, and he told the Bachar that I want you to come and read for me Perak Lama de Gimel of Tanya. Lama de Gimel talks about joy, and the Simcha being in Hashem's presence, etc. And so a Bachar came, <laughs> came up to Reb Zalman Schneerson, and he started reading the, he started reading it, and a few words, a few lines into the, into the reading, Reb Zalman told him, enough, enough. And he began dancing. And, and he danced like he was a young man. And everyone was, everyone was, was so shocked because he, you know, he was, he was elderly and they tried, his children were trying to stop him and this isn't healthy and they weren't able to stop him. And with, without the mashka, just from hearing a few lines of Tanya, that's how we dance on Simchasteya. The Tanya so far is talking about the perfect Sadiq, the imperfect Sadiq. Parak 10, chapter 10 is the, the Tanya that's dedicated to, to, to the Tzadik. And we, 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 met, we already um, made the differentiation between the higher level of a tzaddik, a perfect tzaddik, and the imperfect tzaddik, the lower level. We said that even though by, by actual, actually looking at them, you can't really determine the difference between the two, the difference really shows itself in the hatred and the disgust to evil. Why is that so? Because in the case of the perfect tzaddik, he doesn't have a drop of, of, of evil at all. And therefore, every single part of the evil has been converted to good. And the disgust is an exact is an opposite of love. And therefore, if he has no evil inside of him, his his disgust towards evil is absolutely perfect. In the case of a tzaddik varala, in the case of an incomplete tzaddik, though, he has a touch of love because that evil still remains. Therefore, he's not fully disgusted by it. Therefore, in action, identical in their hatred and their disgust and their repulsion towards evil, there, there might be a slight difference. Possibly not even noticeable by, by them. It could be one in 10,000. It could be one in a 1,000. There's no way for them to even know that. But it happens to be that on some degree of a degree of a degree, the hatred towards evil might not be the same. And then we talked about these men of ascent, these very, very unique tzaddikim that barely exist in history. Shem Mayachai uh, saw them and said they're, they're few. And these types of righteous men, they elevate the evil within inside themselves, and therefore they're called men of ascent, because they've elevated the evil, fully converting it into good. That's reason number one. And now, starting number two, now that we've given the introduction, the second reason why these special perfect tzaddikim are called men of ascent, and now that's, now that's the second reason. There's another reason why these perfect tzaddikim are called men of ascent. Says the Alter Rebbe that the second reason that they're called men of ascent is because they are doing things for higher purposes. Men, Aliyah, of higher. 
Their objective when they serve Hashem is not about making it about themselves. Even their thirst to that they need it quenched by, by rushing towards Hashem. That's not the reason they, they do Mitzvahs. They, they serve Hashem. They serve Hashem for Hashem alone. The man whose focus is on the scent is on Hashem. So, so a, bit of a, bit, a bit of a different twist than what we were saying before, that we say the men of a sin, because they've elevated the evil and brought it up above. But hold on to both opinions, because we're going to connect them. Let's first deal with the second one. Like it's written, the, the, the Nabi tells us, Ho, oh, all those thirsty for our godliness should go um, um, to water of Torah. Let them involve themselves in Torah if they if they have this desire to come close to Hashem. Like as like mentioned elsewhere. So this call out that usual people have when they want to get close to Hashem, and that's the objective for learning Torah, in the case of the the men of ascent, these perfect tzaddikim, that's not their objective. Of course they're learning Torah. But not for the regular objective. Like it's written in the Zaya. What is their objective? Why do they do they um, do Torah mitzvahs? who is a righteous, pious person? Someone that does kindness towards Hashem. with his nest. He wants to unite Hashem and Shechina down over here. And therefore, it's all about Hashem when he does a mitzvah. He wants to do kindness to God. It's not about himself. It's not about his own journey. It's not about his own satisf- satisfaction or his own um, desire to connect to God. That, that's all. That's entirely immaterial. He doesn't care about that. He cares about Hashem. And I need to bring kindness to God. I need to connect Hashem and his presence down in this world. Okay, so now I do Tariq Mitzvahs. The Zoya gives an example of such a type of love and says, It's like a son who gives himself over totally to his mother and father, who he loves more than himself, more than his own soul, whether his nefesh, ruch, and neshama, and will sacrifice his life to redeem them from captivity. This is, an exp- this is a, 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 a description in the Zoya of a certain type of love of a child towards a father. Says Al-Tarabit, that's the Tzaddik V'tayvli. That's the B'nai Aliyah that we've been talking about, the special level with, within the level of a Tzaddik. A very unique type of Tzaddik that is so dedicated to God, it's entirely not about himself at this point. It's entirely about Hashem. So now we have two reasons for the, what the description of this very special type of Tzaddik perfect tzaddik and, and, and a degree above everything else and number one he's called a man of ascent because he's ascending he's lifting up his animalistic soul entirely and converting it to good godliness and number two the reason why he's called a man of ascent is because his objective and motivation is all about god it's not about himself He's a man of a His focus is on God. His focus is on what's ascended. Nothing to do with himself, his own motivation, this world, nothing. He, that's not, he doesn't care about that. It says after ever, it could be, not could be, the ultimate says, both of them, it's in brackets, but both of them are connected. With, we're looking at two different ideas about what, what, one, one focus about uplifting, one, another focus about bringing down. And we're like, the ultimate says they're both connected. Why they're both connected? There's an idea in Kabbalah called feminine waters and masculine waters. Feminine waters are waters that lift up towards Hashem, and masculine waters are waters that Hashem draws down as a response to, to our behavior, as a response to the feminine waters going up. Says al that's really what we're talking about, both steps of that process. Let's read it inside. 
brackets, and both of these interpretations of the man of ascent, of this perfect tzaddik, while explaining what he is, both of them are really connected. It's really all just one explanation. When the tzaddik elevates his animalistic so entirely converting it over to good and now there's no evil left inside of him and it's all been converted to good what is what is he doing in that process essentially he's lifting up his feminine waters and by this what happens is he creates incredible unions of hashem and the shin and the higher waters i understand it and that creates it causes masculine waters to descend so what happens is, is that we talked about this but um two ideas in a in a perfect tzaddik one is the idea of elevation lifting up and one 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 idea is drawing down and making all about god and the altar says yeah it's a process he does elevation within himself and then he draws down energy as a response to that godly energy down into this world, as a response to that, so both explanations of men of ascent happen to be this capitalistic idea of feminine waters and masculine waters, and therefore it's all really just one explanation. But in summary, let's summarize chapter 10. The Alter Rebbe is trying to teach us what is the tzaddik. He's only going to spend one chapter on, on explaining what is the tzaddik, and it's, it's a pretty it's an extremely powerful chapter. The Al-Jabba says there's two levels within, a, generally speaking, two levels within the Tzaddik. There's a higher level and a lower level. The, both of them have complete control over the city. The king of the a godly soul has conquered the city and has subjugated the city entirely to his will. Even the animalistic soul is on the team of, of the godly soul and they're, they're both serving God. The question is, is there a tiny trace of evil buried deep, deep, deep down that's kind of mitigating his disgust for evil, or is it not? Practically speaking, you look at both men and you're like, well, they're perfect. They're perfect. There's nothing wrong with their thought, speech, and action, the ten attributes of their soul. They're in full control and they're ruling the city completely. The question is, is there a degree of evil that remains? And when we talk about degrees, we're talking about um, degrees of 10,000, degrees of 1,000, degrees of 60, whatever it is, it's entirely nullified, but does it still exist? Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Tanya Zilin Nishmas, Shimon Abbas Peretz, Simchus Tzvibar Sharon Eretz Violet, and Arafush Lema for Elko Racha Basalisa, Kayla Batschai Mishra Brachat, Bene Elko Gold, Peretz Mechai Dvar Lema, Shimon Esther, and Enon Asanisa Fush Lema, and for the success of all the Jews around the world, especially those in Israel. And for the soldiers who defended the Jewish people, have a wonderful and very successful day. And thank you so much for joining.